Warriors Life Podcast 2021, episode 33. I'm Will Danny Nadalko Evans here with Brad. I'm Scum Larkin. Uh, title of this week's podcast Mediocrity as a Form of Resistance, um, a reworking of the seminal album title of the, one of the great bands in the world, Brad Idols. And I yes. tell you what, after uh, Sunday's effort, mate, I've needed a fair bit of their aggressive positivity to get me through the week. Oh, God, that was such a weak way to finish a season. It was but perfect. It was actually perfect for the way the season went, but far out. What a joke. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever seen them turn up. What, clearly not wanting to be there. Um, no. Nah. I, don't, I know it's controversial, but I did enjoy the biff and the bit of aggression just for something different. It just, well, it seemed like they cared for the first time in 80 Yeah, yeah I, I think that, yeah, they they had shut down. They had finished. It had been a tough season, and I, they didn't even ter- they couldn't even turn up for that. And I think they were sulking a little bit. That had been a tough season. Their bottom lip came out a bit, and they started sulking 60 minutes in, and started throwing punches, which I didn't mind at all. At least, at least they're visibly, it meant something how shit they've gone this year. Yeah. Um, Apart from that cockhead Evans. Far <laughs> out. What a dick. Get out. Had enough. Zero and four punches thrown and landed. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. His second game back. We'll go on. Yeah, we'll break that down soon. Um, did I tell you who I felt sorry for? Any Sharks fan that turned up to watch oh, that game? Yeah. Thinking that uh, the Warriors might spring an upset or lose or lose by less than eleven. Jeez, yeah, that was uh, that both was the, the team way. and fans did enter my um, thoughts a couple of times during that game. It's like you poor bastards relying on us and we turn up to do this. Um, yeah, but then Sharks own fault. We beat them two weeks ago, so that's how bad they've gone. They don't yeah. deserve to be there. Yes, shout out to a friend of mine, Dom Tola from Canberra Rugby League. Mad Sharks fan, he would have been just. I haven't met too many Mad Sharks fans. Oh, they, um, he is an Aussie. He's from Coffs Harbour, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not sure. Died at Coffs Harbour this week, eh? A surfer. Surfer oh. died at Coffs Harbour. Great White attack Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Digressing already. Digressing already. Um, yeah, the Titans aren't a, a very good team, and we made them look like. A top four team, 44-0, uh, their biggest ever win in their history. So that's a nice little notch on the Warriors' belt there. <laughs> Fun for the record books to finish the season. And I think it was the first time in about eight years that held a team scoreless as well. Uh, you could tell that it from the point where Aiken dropped it over the line in that first, was that in the first five minutes? You could tell, yeah. right, right, this is, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's the end of our season. Um, what? And, yeah, it was just a shambles from that moment onwards, really. It was. Just drop balls, penalties, nothing. Nothing went our way. It was a freaking joke of a game, to be honest. Um, performance-wise, Adam Fanua Blake, probably the only one that didn't completely suck. Yep. Yep. Uh, Marcelo, yeah. I think. Montoya? Yeah, Montoya was solid enough, but yeah. yeah. Um, couple of Walsh's try-saving tackles I was pretty impressed with. He yeah. Gets a fair bit of um, curry for his defence, but he's not a bad cover defender. 
No, no. Um, yeah, well, that. Yeah, Walsh, he still didn't do much with the ball. Everyone was just, everyone has had enough, I think. The whole lot of them, you could tell, they just had a guts full of playing footy for the year. And they were just keen to up and just leave and have a bit of time off. What do you think of Wallace and Lodge? Um, I didn't mind the, the front yeah, rows getting same. stuck into each other. I mean, yeah. yeah. The good old days. Spud um, and Harrigan and Feller and all those yeah, uptight uh, big boys. I mean, yeah, Lodge kind of lost the plot a bit. That late shot was a bit grubby. And um, yeah, but otherwise I didn't really, wasn't too worried about what he got up to. Obviously, pulling the fingers as you walk off wasn't ideal, but. I probably would do the same too if I was that heated up and tempered up. You, or you know me. You know I would have. I would have, <laughs> yeah. I would have biffed a boot at one of those Titan yeah. maggots. Um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I guess it's just because of his past that he's so, yeah. Yeah, he's on him a bit. He's still paying for, he's still paying for that. Yeah, so. and I think that's a joke. I, I'm, I'm done with that. He's obviously got a little bit of, to fix. But, geez, I want a front rower that's a little bit. Off, off centre, a little bit, little yeah. bit just holding on to sanity. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I like the passion he's he's showed. Yeah. He's only played six games because he's been suspended twice and now three times. Um, yeah. So that's obviously the part he's got to channel because we can't have him getting suspended for no. every three games he plays. Yeah. Uh, Performance-wise, I think he's been definitely worth getting on board. Um Jazz came in for a fair bit of criticism because obviously he's he's another uh, sort of white line fever kind of player. I had no problem at all with, with his involvement in that first kerfuffle. No. No. Um, Philip Sammy deserved everything he got there. Yeah. Uh, took, you know, good tackle to take Rocco Berry into touch, then starts giving him a facial and a mouthful. Uh, good old Walshie comes and drags him off. I don't know how... Uh, Walsh has been suspended for that, for contrary conduct. Absolute fucking joke. Yeah. Um, I, I like Walsh again. It's a couple of suspensions now. He's going to have to, um, I guess, behave. You know, behave a bit. But I, again, it's I like the um, I like the attitude. He's, it's been a few times he dragged Ryan James off Chanel a few weeks ago. Had that little uh, dust up with Tyrone May. I like. I, I, Got no problem with it at all. You know, there's too many, too many shrinking violets in the Warriors yeah. team. Uh, there with, is. It shows they're this. there for each other. He's got his back. He's there for his teammates. Same with Jazz. I yeah, Jazz does some silly things, but I reckon fair enough. I would have got that yeah, <laughs> if I was that build and that size and knew how to throw a punch. I would probably yeah. would have got in there and dragged someone out as well. I should have heard the slurs I was yelling at the TV the other day, <laughs> especially the last minute. It was like instead of tackling, I was just yelling, "Punch him in the face." Don't even tackle him. Just punch him in the face. So, yeah, it got pretty testy. And that's me sitting on the couch, let alone being in the heat of the moment on the field and amongst it. Yeah, I've got no issue with the way they – I know it's probably a little bit embarrassing for the club and the managers and that, but I don't care. Don't, yeah, don't I, fuck I with us. That was, I thought it was probably <laughs> the least embarrassing part of the game. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, the score. Um, yeah, and then, uh, then Kane Evans gets involved. Mm-hmm. And he's in his second game back, somehow jagging a spot in the 17 against uh, a head of better players. Um, he's served a suspension recently for throwing punches, which hardly anyone in the NRL does because you know what it gets you. And he starts throwing them again. I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I, um, there's calls to tear up his contract, and I'm all for it. I'm <laughs> far out. 
I'd happily lose some money on not having him anywhere near the club next year. Yeah, or, you know, pay his full salary for him to be elsewhere. At least he, he won't be on the field for the first five rounds next year. Geez, that's going to be good. Yeah, I'd get him just painting the bleachers at Redcliffe yeah. next year. Pay the salary, just painting the bleachers, mowing some lawns. Because apparently he's a great bloke to have around, and he's, he's actually a real, real character and a, a nice guy. So keep him around. Yeah, well, that's what I hear. Do you believe that? It's great with the young fellas. Oh, do you believe it? I wonder. It would be actually interesting. I know we don't get guests on our show because no one wants to be on our show. Of No, sorry. Sorry, Sam St. George and Fonzie. <laughs> but um, no actual players in that. But it would be interesting to actually have a yarn with the dude, wouldn't it? Just to, to get the footy player out and see what sort of character the dude is. Because he must be something likeable about, likeable about him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... And Brownie's come out in full support of him, which is, yeah. you know, nice in a way. It's disturbing in another. Coach's uh, job, though, as well, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm just worried about what what's yeah. going to happen when he's available again. Is he going to be straight back into the team at the expense of someone who can play footy? Because his performance, aside from the, again, the throwing punches thing is probably the least of my concerns. He sucks yeah. as a player. I think that's why we dislike him so much, because he's doing that as well as being shit. I like him. Yeah, my level of dislike for him as a player hasn't really changed from before he started getting suspended for for punching. He was awful before that. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind if he went somewhere else and then played played out of his skin for two years. That's one... Man, I bet you no one would complain about letting him go. If he, <laughs> no, if he played even if he did a papali, no one would care. It's <laughs> no way. Couldn't give a shit. Yeah, Daily M, yeah, fair enough. I don't want him here. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't. As a footy player, I don't like the dude at all. Um, yeah. Um, we- there was a se- there's a sense of relief when the full-time whistle blew for me. Wasn't there? Wasn't there? Painful. Yeah. Painful year. Um, I'm I'm bewildered by the pass mark that a lot of, particularly Australian, yeah, um, sort of given the club, we're definitely getting a leg up uh, for the you know our setbacks and the injury toll and stuff, but not good enough for me. Eight wins and probably the weakest comp as yeah. far as quality teams goes. You know we've fin- we went through it last week. We were four places off, four places off, um, you know, qualifying for the weakest final series of all time. Yeah, when you get someone like the Knights in the finals, that it's terrible not making the finals. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's so funny. We'd, it could have so easily been the other way around. We could have had four games more in the bag. If it well, they should have. There's so many. Yeah, the, that's what makes games. it so disappointing. Um. But I don't think it's, you know, six games where they were... Um, Bloody left. chaos here at the moment. Can I don't know if you can hear that through the mic, but these kids in the lounge are tearing shit up in my house at the moment. I don't know what's going on out there. What's yeah. Tracy up to? Giving them a big bowl of Fanta each or something. <laughs> I can't concentrate. Anywho, sorry. Where were you? Um, Six six games where they led or were level with five minutes to go that they lost. Um, Is that right? 
which is you know that like people point point to the the lazy um stat oh they lost too many close games well all just about all their wins were close games so yeah. they're about 50 50 close games wise it's the way yeah. they're losing them you when you're ahead but you you're folding up at the end of games um yeah. there's a concern and you can put some of that down to luck i think it's the weak brittle mental state of the team it's about the top two inches i reckon oh, it's right. bloody top two inches mate um, is, and that, the, is that going to improve under the current regime um you know i can't see it improving I, I i don't know if it will i don't know i don't know I don't know. I'd like to be proven wrong because I just don't want our club to be dragged through another coach saga, another fishing, more unsettled. That means another two years potentially. Like, yeah, I just I hope I hope Brownie can do something. I want them to I want them to tidy up the back room a little bit, get a bit more in the assistance part of part of the game because I'm picking the coach pretty much oversees a lot of what the defensive coach is just telling them what he wants them to do and then those other coach like a coach is not really the coach as such now is he are they well i guess there's uh a he lot must write a plan there. well but, th- that's one of my problems uh, there hasn't really been a no. week-to-week game plan um that you can sort of tie through their no, game it's hard to decipher. It's hard to decipher what his plan is. I mean, the most effective game plan was, and it was because they had had such a limited preseason, where they're playing super conservative, and that was probably their most effective footy of the year. It was, yeah, the first first five or six rounds, and we were we were bagging them because it was boring as batshit, <laughs> and we wanted them to give the ball some air. But it turns out that's all we that was our ability this season was probably just to punch up, and then we got the injuries. Now, oh, next, I'm hopeful next year. Next year, far out. It's always next year, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, well, let's get into this coaching thing. You're backing Brownie. You're hoping he's going to turn it around, or, or what's it going to take for you to? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to back him, but I don't want the club to be in tatters again and in the media for yet another coaching swap and that. And all that carry on. It's, it's never good for a club changing a coach. Um, so I want him to do well, but I don't, I don't know if he's got the ability. Well, it's, it's a funny one because you know we've got this reputation as as having a shitload of coaches, and and it's a bit of a chip on our shoulder. But would you rather have the wrong guy hanging around That's for the not getting new coach? And I mean, we had uh, our longest serving coach, Stephen Kearney. Um, before Brownie, um, obviously Peyton was a caretaker and, and rejected us. Um, before that, we had McFadden for virtually three years. So it's yeah, I suppose it, you're right. Like I mean, it's not like the days of firing Bluey after 22 games. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit overblown. This we've had so many coaches. I mean. Yeah, it's chicken of the egg. Are you unsuccessful because you keep um, chucking coaches out, or or is it because the coaches when I got them in? But there's been some terrible hires, Matt yeah. Elliott, um, and I'm <laughs> honestly I'm, I'm leaning towards Nathan Brown being another one. Yeah. Um, how many times? How many years has Brown coached in the NRL, and how many times has he been to the finals with a team in the NRL? Well, he coached the Dragons from 2003 to 2008. He was 
handed a crack squad. I mean, yeah, you know, John Hart in a day. He was yeah, yeah, like John uh, Hart, Laurie Maines era. He got, just got given. A, you know, he had guys that were, had already played for Australia, like um, Gaznier and Bailey and Barrett and all that, and then guys who were just about to, like Cooper. Um, yeah. He went to the finals in 04, 05, 06, and 08. Then they Did gave, he? yeah, and then they gave the job to Wayne Bennett. Um, because they knew it, they could, could, he couldn't take them any further. Went to, um, yeah, should have won a premier. Well, that squad should have won a premiership for sure, and they did within two years under Bennett. Uh, went to Super League, had some success there. Coached Newcastle to an astonishing lack of success, despite uh, um, having yeah. a good roster. Is this starting to sound familiar? Yeah, because uh, it certainly is a, uh, starting to shape up that way again. It, two wooden spoons to. Uh, 11th place finishes when you've you know brought guys like Ponga, Pierce, Clemmer, um, a host of other good signings on along with some you know, fairly handy local boys like Barnett and the Sofides. Um I'm just going to take you through this article I wrote when he came on board and I tried to write it uh, as balanced as I could even though I was um, personally not a fan of the signing at all. Um, and I listed all the pros and cons and the pros you know good bloke good recruitment record he'd been at the club as an assistant blah 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 um and the cons and all of these have, have um are starting to come to fruition already a good a good list for results well you'd say it's probably one of the better warriors squads we've had eight ones yeah yeah um you know i know it's had injuries i don't think I think that's a little bit overblown. I mean, the season was already done when Roger and Toho and that were, were done for the year. Um, you know, they should have been well ahead of where they were by that stage. Um, the defensive thing is a massive... I can't believe it hasn't been highlighted more. They were shocking um, defensively, un- the Knights under him. Um, he's not a, a coach that... You know, has a reputation for having good defensive teams. This Warriors team uh, this year, if I can just bring up the stats, mate. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, yeah, you're good. We've uh, we conceded 112 tries this year, the most since 2004. That diabolical 2004 season. Was that? Yeah, and you know, you, you probably we haven't got too many hidings this year, but you know, to leak 112 tries consistently uh, leaking them. Yeah, and you know, last year we're we're leaking them at about four, just a shade over four a game under Payton, and that was a disrupted season. He didn't have the the team for the whole year. Uh, this year, um, yeah getting towards five. Um, I reckon you can wind right back to the Kearney sacking. They they didn't have a clear plan in place for that sacking. They sacked and then tried to find it. Brown, I reckon he would have been their fourth choice, fifth choice coach trying to chase. And they and once they realised Peyton wasn't going to stick around, they started shitting themselves and just grabbed 
Well, the it was name. a knee-jerk reaction. There was apparently some big panel that included Simon Mannering and the senior yeah. players were going to get. It was almost like felt like minutes after uh, Peyton that sensational rejection on live yeah. on Fox Sports that uh, that and Brown's Brown's the uh, the guy. It was and, your classic yeah. panic bet. It was yeah. a panic bet. You've just lost big money somewhere, and you all of a sudden you're trying to recoup that money. And you, who's, you the, who's the most famous guy we've been talking to? What number you got in your phone? Oh, got, and they got through to B for Brown, and then they rung him. Bumper, right? Oh, you'll do. Um, uh, if, and if I can just carry on, Brad, just just mm-hmm. indulge me, mate. Um, this whole he rebuilt Newcastle thing, uh, a fallacy. He didn't. He took them to 11th. I think even though they've got gone 7th back-to-back, um, still think that they've got such a long way to go, and I don't really think you can attribute too much of their success, air quotes, in the last two years to Nathan Brown. Well, it's not even been a success, Newcastle. Not at all. They've um, been lucky. One of the things that worried me when he was coming on board is how much he sort of tempered expectations. He, he sort of talked when he was at Newcastle, talked about how, you know, they're coming off such a low base and we've got to be patient. There's hints of that at the Warriors too and just talking about improvement. And, yeah. you know, this team should have been, you know, looking for around six this year. And I don't know, it's almost like safeguarding against failure. Yeah, it is. It. Yeah. Um, didn't hear him talking about finals ambitions too often. Um <laughs> And this is the big one for me as far as it being a, a hire that's destined to fail. Maybe it won't, you know, might see how we go this year and they could all turn it around. But the sacked coach syndrome, um, you know, coaches, washed, I wouldn't say washed up, but, you know, recycled coaches that mm. just haven't haven't done well at their last gig, haven't had any sort of tangible success or have been let go for by multiple clubs. They just don't come back and have a, you know, no. click with, the, with the club. I just want to run through this year's uh, ladder and who's playing in the finals starting tonight. Oh, I heard that. It's hailing, so they're out on the deck in the hail outside this window. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Go on, clear off, you bastards! <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, um, you're right, though. Yeah, not many people. It's it's like a footy player that drops in form. Not many footy players rekindle the form that they had when they were 22 and come back and light it up. Who's who? Who we got in the finals footy? You you were going to highlight the finals yeah, teams, so, coaches, correct? Yeah. So we've got. Storm, Seagulls, Roosters, Eels, Knights, and Titans that have uh, that have coaches who um, were given their first um, their first shot at an NRL coaching gig by the club that they're ca- currently coaching. Um, all of the only exception here with um, Des Hasler went away to the yeah. Bulldogs was lured to the Bulldogs, took them to two grand finals, messy exit there, but now he's um, Back at Manly, the going yeah, great. Yeah. Everyone else is at the clubs um, that you know recruited, gave them their first shot at it. Um, obviously, Bellamy and Robinson have been massively successful. Um, Holbrook ends the title. Cleary, spot. it's Cleary. Yeah, big, uh, uh, 
well, Clary was our coach, obviously, for, uh, yeah, yeah. and took us to a grand final, went to Penrith. Uh, oh, yeah, fair enough. Thing. But, yeah. I mean, my point there being proven coach, grand final coach at his first club, and Bennett's the, the other one. So Who was the coaches that missed out? Who we got? So you got well, Brownie. So, so ninth, ninth and tenth, we got the Sharks. So Josh Hannay, um, uh, the caretaker extraordinaire. I I honestly think he's someone that we should we should be keeping tabs on. I think he's done an amazing job this year to get yeah. the Sharks anywhere near the finals. Um, sticky premiership winner. He's got a very checkered history, but premiership winner at the Roosters on in his rookie year and and took the Raiders to a a grand final a couple of years ago. No, it's not going so well now, but you know, I reckon Sticky. He, he John Hearted it as well though. He got given a. A premiership team that year he won the comp. Well, yeah, well, yeah, to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, I, he's got credentials at least. Now yeah. you look at the bottom six. So <laughs> I'm just going to cherry pick a few out. Michael Maguire's the only premiership winner um, out of that lot. I, I'm a Maguire fan. He's probably going to get the sack. Um, yeah. He didn't have a great exit from South, so there's warning bells there. And West Tigers are a complete basket case on and off the field anyway with a shocking roster. Um, yeah. They're destined to fail. you got Kevy, who, um, who was always going to be a tough gig in your rookie year. The Broncos, yeah. again, he got a bit of they – only, they only lost one less game than us in the end. I think he'd done all right in the end. He proved me wrong a little bit. Um, and then old Toddy P, he had a tough, tough year after taking the Cowboys gig. That's so you've got dog shit. So you've got that leaves three genuine recycled coaches in the whole competition, and they all finished in the bottom six. Trent Barrett, Wooden Spoon, yeah. Nate Brown, our coach, and Anthony Griffin, um, who some people wanted him at our club. What a disaster the Dragons have been. More, even though they've only won eight games, same as us, but more so the, the off-field stuff. Didn't they up. lose the last 12? Didn't they lose every game from that barbecue incident? Um, I think they might have picked up or one. they get one at the end? They were on a run of like 11 lost or something. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. They've got a decent a decent list to, um, you know, wants to, imagine if he was here, he wanted to make Jack DeBallon captain. Oh, no. Yeah, no, Hook, Hook can stay there. Bang. My point being, these are guys with pretty ordinary track records, um, given jobs, and bottom six. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, didn't take a didn't take Einstein to figure out that there's a fair chance of that happening. And those three guys are. I'd love it. What's Josh Hannay up to next year? Is he signed oh. on as an assistant at Cronulla? I'd love him just to have him as an assistant for a bit, just waiting in the wings. Well, it'd be good to have someone that can, uh, you know, to, an experienced caretaker that can uh, take over. <laughs> with Nathan it's Brown only going to be him or Scandalous, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, I don't know. That's, a, that's just my take on the Nathan Brown thing. I'd, you know, again, it'd be great if it worked out. Great I guy. Wish, but. Yeah. There's some setbacks, but I just can't make. Um, there's a, he's got excuses, but there's I don't think there's enough excuses for the way they played, the way the amount of games they won, and just the overall performance and and just how far backwards they went. Like I mean, 
they were a gritty team to be proud of for that second yeah. half last year. That um, and I'm certainly not proud of them as a as no, proud of them as a club for what they're going through. It was a half team. a dozen occasions last year. We were stoked with them after a loss. We were a proud game of the last of from round ten, that, I think it was. That Roosters when they game, wasn't it? Roosters. Um, there was something to be proud of. There's been so many. Oh, it's been embarrassing. In 20 years, I'll be recalling half a dozen of the games this year <laughs> as some of the worst of all time, and and a pr- it's a pretty rich area. Um, what yeah. what recruitment wise is going to help our chances? Do you think you got recruitment on the agenda there at some stage? What's going to yeah. help Brownie? Well, What's going to fix? I know there's been a few thrown around this week, and in, in the press, I've seen a couple of names thrown around. Any tickled your fancy? Yeah, I would uh, take both of these guys. Um, yeah, Josh Hodson, Josh Hodson, Tarek Sims. I know a fair, bit, fair few people are off that. I think both of them are better than what we've got. I uh, think t- Tarek Sims, like we were watching, we were watching St. Who did St. George play last weekend? Can't even think uh, who they playing. The Rabbitohs. The Rabbits, yeah. And Tracy was, Tracy was like, oh, God, that guy looks like an arsehole. Was he an arsehole? But he's actually one of the best. But I said to her, he, if there was an yeah. inj- injured t- other team person, let's start that again, dickhead. There's someone from the other team down on the ground injured. Tarek Sims will be the first person there helping and assisting. He's he's just that type of guy you want around, as well as a bit of a brutal maggot as well. And I yeah. know everyone's complaining, oh, we've got so many second rounds. We've got, and we do. But, but they're average. Yeah, exactly. From Tohu Harris, honestly, who... Who you know, it's all on potential. Katoa may work out. We need guys yeah. that are going to play well in 2022. Yeah, I'd I'd have Tarek Sims starting second row happily, happily. Yeah. And Hodgson, Hodgson would be a, a mighty pickup. It's just well, a shame. I'm, I'm actually liking big. Egan though. I am liking Egan at the moment. Yeah, I still think he's a long way off being as good as we need him to be. And I think having someone like Hodgson, probably one of the most influential hookers we've seen in the NRL in the last decade, um, would be a great foil for him. Um, you know, he can be a ball-playing lock, uh, play in the halves if needed. Yeah. He'd be a really good addition to, you know, really? it's a pretty pedestrian team aside from Walsh and Johnson. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, we need a bit of spark. We need another another bit of spark. Um, I was I'm a little bit worried when we were talking last week uh, about Phil Gould saying we've got it hasn't been announced but we've got someone good coming. I'm actually nervy that it's Dylan Napa because he's oh. at the Bulldogs. So if anyone's going to know someone signed Gould at the Bulldogs, I'm real nervy that Dylan Napa is going to be there. The Smash Bros. You get him oh. and Kane oh. Evans in the same team. That odd. I'd be off it. I don't know if I'd switch many games on if those two are in the same team <laughs> on the field. No, it'd be a disastrous signing. Apparently, yep. he looks uh, certain to go to the Broncos. Oh, does uh, he? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Adam, Adam Elliott was another one thrown about as a... As He's a dickhead. Yeah, I wouldn't really want him. I know um, people judge Lodge's character, but that Adam Elliott sounds like a piece of shit. <laughs> He's, or just a, just a meathead. Yeah, he's... yeah. He does. He, he'll be shredding for that hard house, that house music festival over there. You can imagine him in a singlet and tight little gym shorts for the summer, just busting around. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be really disappointed with Adam Elliott. Tarek Sims and Hodgson, Tarek, even just Tarek Sims, I'd be stoked with that signing. Um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like we do need another back rower and a back row with a bit of point of difference. Um, another one another one whispered, Moses Suley. Oh, yeah, I haven't even let myself get excited about that. Oh, he I know. Absolutely the kind of guy we need. Honestly, I think that we've got the least exciting three-quarter line in the competition. We do. And I know, you know, Montoya has exceeded expectations. Uh, Dallin has gone okay, exceeded my expectations. But really, they've got to be bottom five win combination in the NRL. Yeah, as far definitely. as, you know, as far as all-round players go. I mean, they're, they're, you know, one having one of them would be fine if you've got like a Jason Saab or a, a potent try scorer on the other flank or a real destructive type. But Yeah, Marcelo, as, as well as he's done this year, I think he'd be a perfect gap filler. Uh, next year's yeah. Peter Hicku sort of just shuffling around for that injury cover. You yeah. know he's, what you're going to get out of him. Um, yeah, we do need an outside back centre. Yeah, still... I think, oh yeah, I think we've, our centre contingent is probably one of the thinnest in the competition. It's like Berry, Pompey. Um, who else is in there? Vilea, who played a couple of games. Um, still got Aiken, but and Aiken. Aiken. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he didn't go particularly. No, well. he didn't. He no. did, you know, all very. You know, Berry could work out to be a good centre, but geez, a lot of work to do. Um, he was pretty rat shit those last couple of yeah, games. Yeah, coming back, he was he was poor. Yeah, um, you know, there's just so much oh he potential. Like they could be a good oh, player. No, hey, there's just it's all the potential stuff. We need good players now. I think Pompey's proven we don't need him. I think we've seen enough of Adam Pompey now to realize, oh, nah, yeah, nah. Nah, uh, shoot, away, shoot away to Huddersfield, mate. They'll never get rid of him as long as uh, Piero Sullivan's at the club. Um, just loves him. He didn't. I can't believe he didn't play on the wing at all this year. Uh, it's clearly, clearly a better wing at all 16 games starting at centre, and he got progressively worse. He, was he did. Ghost, apart from when he was making enormous cock-ups. Uh, as the season wore on, after a kind of a decent start, scored four tries in the first um, in his first six games, and none after that. I can't imagine his try assist uh, count would have had you reaching for your second hand either. What are they going to do with Foss? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a bit of a, I guess, a dark horse. Um, yeah, he, he could come back. I, I just can't see him being no. the winger he was. I still think centre is probably his best bet in this squad. I challenge anyone to I give me a couple of players that have been that poor that have come back to lighten it up again. Daniel Tupo, I suppose, this year. Yeah. He had a, he had a couple of lean seasons, and he had, he played lean quite well. Again. But by his standards, I mean, he was never... Yeah, that's true. He didn't, like, fall off the face of the earth, like... Yeah. Uh, um, but, I, yeah, and I get your point about someone like that, but his worst season, I'm just looking at his stats now, 17 games, 8 tries, every other full season he's had, he's scored 11 plus, so his, you know, full, his, his decline has been one of the for, great mysteries. For the right money, would you take Ferguson? Honestly, I would. Yeah. So I'd take him on a one-year deal yeah. for if, if he's not going to, uh, you know, if he wasn't overpriced, because he, you know, we need guys that can make things happen. Yeah. 
We do. He, he's not the player he was, but geez, he's still better than what we've got. Uh, it's a t- it's going to be interesting in this next wee while of recruiting. This is quite an exciting part. Of, the off season is always quite exciting. The signings, yeah. isn't it? And the but whispers and the. We've only um yeah we've only got Sean Johnson and Aaron Pena both um hopefully mm. a huge impact on the side next year. But yeah, so plenty of gaps to fill, and without any other changes, no coaching changes. Um, you know what's why would we expect too much? Is there's just going to be far too much on Sean Johnson's shoulders to turn it around. And the other thing, if you're going to sign anyone with who's on the market this season, it is going to be the journeyman for 12 months. You're not going to be signing anyone on three or four year deals from other teams, unless you can jag someone unhappy where they are. You're going to pay overs. There's not much yeah. on the market. No, it's not. There's yeah, very slim pickings out there by the looks of it. I don't know yeah, people will pop up, but. If, uh, I, might, if I might see if I can get a little train on deal. <laughs> Trial and train. I might um. Let's see. Put, I can put four or five kgs on you, Brad, and you probably line up in the centres. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to buy some boots. I might buy some boots, and I look terrible in footy shorts. I put. I need to put two kg on my thighs. And I, tell them they have to supply um, boots and custom make you some shorts that are down <laughs> to your knees. I'll run the torpedoes like the old dragons. I'll run some torpedoes yeah, yeah. under these shorts. Yeah, yeah. And I need a chest. I don't have a chest. There's a bit of, but couple of work-ons. Couple mm. of work-ons for me. But, there's, but you don't want to do all that work if you're not going to get the deal. So I tell you what, I seen the tackle of the year today. If we if we're if we want defence, here's a little story. If we want some defensive cover, my wife Trace, I seen her produce the tackle of the season today. Oh, yeah. We're at work, and then she's screaming and yelling. There's a there's a sheep struggling to give birth to a lamb, so and then it tried to tried to run away one direction. And Trace, like, if, apparently if they get away, I don't know anything about farming. They get away, the the lamb's pretty much done. So there's this lamb. It's just the head hanging out the back of this sheep. A lamb's head flopping around, and then it sort of went to step Trace, and Trace jumped on its back, grabbed a handful of wool, and got dragged across this paddock for about five <laughs> metres while she was trying to hook the front leg, and then got it down, and then yanked the sheep out the back of it. There's no way you'd catch me doing that. I oh, know, I was just, I was just <laughs> sitting there going, Jesus, whoa, whoa, wee whoa. Yeah, so um, it was it was some impressive defence. Like, she actually just got dragged through this paddock, holding onto its back, trying to hook its front leg. Yeah, it was um, it was something to, something to behold. I've never been so proud of the girl. Well, maybe, uh, yeah, a bit of a, a double train on deal. Yeah. So um, we, it's not it. We're not taking that lamb. Jesus, I got off, the, I got off last week. One lamb kid goes to me oh can you check the lamb in the laundry went out there's two other bastards in there <laughs> so now we've got two of them living in there oh we got like lounge... <laughs> like you, you didn't get one of them wet did you yeah, feed them them after midnight yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm driving my volkswagen beetle around town um what was I gonna say? yeah i went out the other night and two of them just sitting in front of the fire watching home and away in my lounge hell of a <laughs> it's a hell of a setup we've got going on here at the moment but the anyway moment. again um, yeah, well, I just want to finish off. There has been a bit of noise around Marata Nukore uh, from the Eels. I'd love to get him back. Um, is that still chipping away? Is it? Has this come because Sam said that last week? Mm. Have you heard it from other people now as well? Uh, not since, just just following up on that. But he's played 75 NRL games now. Um, you know, really, he'd probably be our best centre if he came he's back. He's playing full-time centre. 
and his, but and our best second row. So take your pick. Um, what do you mean come back? Was he a Warriors junior? He's a Warriors under twenties player. Was he? And, and I'm just going to segue into this. We probably don't have quite enough time to go through it um, in great detail, but I just wanted to shout out to Nick Phillips, uh, loyal fan of the show, and who was this mate who put it together with him. Uh, bear with me. Uh, it was and Callum Newsom Brown, another long-time uh, TWL follower, mm-hmm. put together this article. Well written too, actually. Um, but they've they've handpicked a 17 of Warriors that got away. A lot of these Wait. guys come back, but they so they were Warriors under 20s players that play that either didn't play first grade or played 10 or less games in first grade and and picked up by other clubs. Um, a lot of these guys come back, but I'll just run through it, and I think we'll publish this on the website if anyone wants to check out their fantastic work. Um, so we have Peter Hicko at fullback. Obviously, he um, didn't play first grade, went away and played and became a really good player at Manly and Penrith. We had to get him back probably at overs. Just on Peter Hicko, I mean, I liked him. Um, I feel like he's getting a little bit too much kudos as being some sort yeah, of worries. Right. I mean, he was a defensive liability when in his first season we made the finals. A couple of good years um, in teams that missed the finals, and then this year was a bit of a write-off. Was it really? He's, yeah, he's pretty Felitti Matteo, Kristen Inu-like. Yeah. Not as bad as them. I don't know if he's as bad. I won't do that to him, but that's what he's like. When he has the gun game. It's like a cricket player when they get a century that sort of buys them a contract for another another yeah. year. It's sort of how he he play an absolute gun game. It would sort of give him a bit of a free license for six games to play pretty dud. Yeah, he's good, but yeah, I'm sad to see him go, and I would have liked him to stay. But I mean, he's getting a mannering like farewell. <laughs> Fans like people in tears over it. Yeah, was, yeah I'm he, not that unhappy that he's going. Yeah, he'll do well at the Cowboys. He'll go. He'll he'll spit and fart again for another two or three years. But yeah, he'll have his good moments. I, the reason that I'm probably more upset is the re, is probably for the reason that they let him go. It's because they think Adam Pompey is a better long term investment. Yeah. Um. Yes. But yeah. So thanks for your service, Peter. Uh, wouldn't quite call you a Warriors great. Yeah, no, but he's he's been good. But yeah, he's he is better than Pompey. That's all. Yeah. Um, on this list? Running through it, yeah. Omar Slam Ankle, one of the, the great uh, unfulfilled oh, talent. Yeah. yeah, he was. Um, on the other wing, he is one that cuts deep. It's always bothered me, this. So, Sia Fecky, premiership. Yeah. Alan never played for us in first grade, 2010 yeah. and uh, 2011 grand final winner in NYC. Uh, the centres, Sir didn't didn't play one game for us and then didn't do too Went much. To Newcastle, didn't he? Yeah. Um, oh. Nukore is in there in the centres. Jeez, uh, yeah, oh, he really impressed me as a junior, and I'm, he's come back to bite us. I hope he left on good terms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope he's not. Uh, I hope he was in the footsteps of. There's a hell of a lot of guys here that have come back. Um, uh, we've got Paul Turner at five eight here. I think we might come to Rue, letting him go to the Titans. I don't I'm, know. I don't know about him. I'd still like to have him on our books. A team with such so few. Yeah, there's just no back. position for him. He's not. He's not anything. Be, I think he could have. You know, if Chanel's no slam dunk at five eight. I think. Nah, he's not. Playing with Johnson could have been pretty awesome potentially. Yeah, I know. 
would have liked him to hang around and at least, uh, you know, just yep. see what he could do. Injury um, sort of hold of his progress this year. He would have got a fair few games if he didn't get injured. Uh, Isaac John only played a couple of games. Yeah, I think played a handful of games for us in first grade. Went to Penrith, became a, an international. Um, Lisa Namau, a few games for us. Long yeah. Cowboys and, and Dragons. New Zealand International came back. Fair servant. He's he's um, on his way out. Probably hasn't quite lived up to expectations. I almost brought him back as a marquee prop, and he was never going to be that. Um, I think they were the only ones that thought he was a marquee prop, weren't they? Mm-hmm. I think most fans yeah. knew what they're getting. Oh, no, no, You're no. just yeah. getting a tradesman out of him. He's a... Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, bigged him up way too much. Um Aaron Clark, one game warrior in 2017. I've loved the way he's revived his career at the Titans. He's done well, man. He's Aiden, done real well. Aiden Gaines, a real uh, integral member of that 17 now. He's, yeah, he is. Plays. Uh, James Gavitt, he started at the Warriors, a bit of a journeyman, played for three clubs and came back. He's trying one, to get an NRL contract again too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah uh, to be honest, I wouldn't have him back here. He no. had one really good year and was part of that side that went back to the finals as well. Ignatius Parsi, another one-gamer that um, took the long route to becoming a regular warrior. Yeah. Played it off the map. Sam Lousy, the two-metre two uh, brother of Sione. Is he still playing um, rugby in Wellington? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where he is now. Played in the World Cup. I never really rated him too highly, to be honest. He didn't, never there really was another, end quote, Potential player, wasn't he? Like, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, a very, very poor man's um, Nelson and Solomona. Yeah, you got to be pretty good if you're that tall playing rugby league. It's not yeah. a, a game for really tall men, unless no, no. Uh, Aho, uh, one game warrior. Uh, Roosters, great. And yeah, then the- I think he's just a product of the Roosters setup, though. I don't know if he would have got to those heights. Oh, no, I don't think he would have. And, yeah, apparently off the field, uh, best thing was getting out of his uh, natural habitat here. But um, <laughs> off, off the, uh, yeah, uh, off the bench, we've got Nuffy Saluini, who played for the Panthers and Roosters, pretty uh, live wire little hooker type. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Ione, who, yeah, he was part of that 2011 grand final team, did about it. Titans and the Dragons. Um, sorry about that. Um, who else we got? Toff Sifley, about to play for Manly in a finals game tonight. Um, yeah, one that, another one that you think, why couldn't we get? Yeah. The best out of him, six foot, 320 kilos. Um, and yeah, now killing it for Manly and uh, Lange Sow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for, uh, one of my less yeah warriors that came back. Um, yeah, and James Bell, 18th man. Who's uh, that yeah, other prop? There's another prop going real well in the English Super League at the moment, former warrior. Who's that other, sort of of that Toff Sipley ilk? Um, what am I trying to think of? I said, does he play for Huddersfield? This is going to be a go-nowhere conversation. <laughs> but there's another, it's, it's an outer one, always just on the fringe even it might be his first year in the Super League, but he's actually starting to rear up. That's annoying that I can't think of that. Um, carry on to the next bit, and I'll see if I can find this name. 
Well, I'm just looking at their squad for this year, just on the off chance that it's. I'm surprised you to. What, you didn't say Salford. You love... Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't even like Salford. I don't like them at all. Uh, oh, there's the squad. There's the squad. Well, Gavitt's been there this, this year. I didn't even know. No, I could be horrendously wrong. But, um, yeah, that's going to be annoying. I'll post it. I'll post it. I'll tweet it. Speaking um, of um, Super League and former Warriors, what about... Did you happen to catch the... Uh, Catalans St Helens game. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. How does he do that? It's still at this. Are you talking about Maloney's drop goal? Well, first of all, the comeback from 18 points down with five minutes of regulation to go. Oh, I didn't realise there was even that involved in this situation. St Helens were 30 to 12 up with five to go. Three tries. Maloney slots them all and uh, extra time. And then, yeah, deep into golden point, Berry's a... One that droppy was really 40, 40 out and on an angle too. Yeah, and just just drew it back in nicely. One of the great field goal kickers, one of the great warriors. Um, yeah, he's just going to cruise over there in the. Se- what's he doing? He's playing some funny little. What's he playing over there? Some what do they call it? There's some competition that seems just like an old boys comp that they. Sink, drink piss and play a bit of footy in the weekends. Can't remember what they call it. But yeah, James Maloney. What a imagine him. Ah oh, well, what could have been? What could have been? Uh, what else we got? Moving on with yeah, this hasn't really been flowed uh, very logically. But uh, yeah, any thoughts on um, a bunch of former coaches coming out of the woodwork to bag the Warriors? Kempy, Bluey, Lowy, all stuck the boot in. I don't mind it. They're frustrated. Um, I think the fans all, like us. Why can't yeah, they come they out and show exactly. a bit of disappointment? People, I mean, it's not a hell of a lot different to what we're doing, but they've got no. runs on the board. Um, it's you know, it's the radio stations and and whatnot that want to want a name um, to yeah. attach some quotes, and they're saying you know, Kempy's comments were a little bit left field the nepotism thing i think he was maybe half right there i'd rather have adam karen here than sean o'sullivan um yeah but lodge is, is a good signing and there's a few uh off kilter comments he made but i think uh you know kemp can tend to be a bit negative but uh, why, why should their opinion be any different to 90 percent of the public <laughs> you'd oh, be yeah. sort of You'd be sort uh, of disappointed if they were supporting how how the team went this year. And oh, and, don't give them a chance. That uh, you know, Kent probably didn't have the best time as a Warriors coach, but he came in at the worst possible time ever. Yeah, he um, did. and actually did an okay job in the end. Two thousand five, twenty five Test Kiwi, um, and was also Daniel Anderson's assistant uh, from two thousand and one. Probably underrated role he had in the first half-decent Warriors team. So my book, Tony Kemp, who, by the way, has a better uh, winning percentage at the Warriors than Nathan Brown, um, as does Brian McLennan, who got sacked. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how bad Brownie's going so far. He's yet to eclipse the mid-30s success rate um, that that Kemp and uh, Bluey left with. Bluey, a lot of success as a Kiwis coach and... Uh, Lowy can say whatever he wants because he is a New Zealand rugby league yeah. 
And I've got no problem with them coming and getting stuck in because... I, I don't agree with everything they say, but at the same no, time... Um, but I do agree that they need a, yeah. a bit of a... Um, and I've, yeah, I've got no problem with them kicking the Warriors when they're down because... What year did Kempi There's far coach? too much goodwill. There's far too much goodwill. Yeah, um, there is. There is. That's part of, I think, that's part of the mentality that's that has them where they are now. Peyton wasn't taking any of that. No. Uh, good no. work shit last year. Um, no. And that's why he got a bit of success out of them. I God, I remember Kempi's shirts. Isn't that big the collars on those shirts were in that coaching box? That massive white thing. Sitting yeah. with bloody John Travolta up there. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> was out of it. Show ponies, though, with Mick Watson, the uh, the <laughs> CEO. Just good times, good times. Yeah, that was uh, out and, of it. And also Kempe, lovely bloke, Kempe. Um, Is he? Yeah, I've um, interviewed him a few times and interviewed him at length for the, for the Warriors book, and he's... Tremendous fella uh, ran into him as, at a at a pub in Auckland not long after that, and extremely personable. Um, Did yeah. he remember you, or did you have to introduce yeah, yourself? Yeah, well, I had just talked to him a couple of weeks earlier. That probably oh, helped. Yeah, nice. But no, uh, yeah, lovely bloke. Nice. Um, yeah, so just just lay off camp here, everyone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I shared the story. Jeez, didn't they get stuck into him in the TWL comment section? Did they? Oh, camp here. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a pot kettle black situation, isn't it, with old Kempe? But yeah, I don't know. He's not a coach now. He's a fan. So yeah, he's yeah, and he's and he's uh, you know, he's a uh, notable. Did he coach I, anyone I, after the Warriors? Or was that the end of it? No, I don't think you get a gig. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Warriors. They've. I think Ivan Cleary might be the uh, the last. Oh, Daniel Anderson. Co- yeah, Cleary and Anderson, our grand final coaches. I'm really going off the top of my head here, but they uh, might be the only Warriors coaches that ever got a, a head coaching gig again. Moni didn't, Endicott didn't, Graham didn't, Kempe didn't, um, McLennan obviously, Elliot, McFadden, and Kearney. Out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is the death knock, isn't it? So you, you're going to want to take the Warriors to a grand final if you want to coach again. That's And this is probably going to be Brownie's last one. Yeah, yeah. The, he's not getting another gig after this. No, not at all. Unless he gets to a grand final. Oh, wow. Um, um, where else are we? Player of the year. Uh, we'll start with the TWR player of the year. Um, and this is based on the weekly player ratings. So... There's obviously no um, there's no discretion aside from you know what I give them each week after six to eight beers, um, and take the three to four injuries and that sort of thing, and take off the three worst scores um, to try and even it out. Obviously, there's so many injuries and players that missed a a, um, a whole heap of games that it kind of skewed everything. Um, and Jazz Tavanga. Yeah, that's surprising, eh? But he, by virtue of playing so many games, he was the only one that actually had any scores taken off because he was the only one to miss less than three games. After that, we had Bunty and Egan, who was second and third, I believe, at the end of it. Bunty's Um, in the out-of-it one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they played 21 games each. And then you're getting down to Roger, who left with seven rounds to go. Um, and, and Lisa Namau, 
Um, Montoya. Who feature on there? Because he got player of the year for the club. Yeah, he didn't even make the top 10 because he only played 15 games. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we had uh, Montoya, who wasn't a fixture for quite some time. He he was sixth. Uh, Reese Walsh, who obviously didn't come on. He was seventh. Um, Cody, who had an appalling season, um, ended up eighth. So, yeah, that just sort of shows what the lack of continuity <laughs> we had. Um, despite explaining this at length and um, saying it was a bit of a, you know. But <laughs> did you still struggle with it, did they? Oh, man. There's some <laughs> absolute chumps in the comment section that, you know, would rather uh, tee off than click on a link and... Um, yeah, how it's done. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, looking at the... Just running through the... The average is probably, particularly in a season like this, um, better indication of who our best performers was. Reese Walsh, um, light years ahead of the rest, 7.22 <coughs> average score was, despite a pretty um, subpar finish to the season. Adam Fanua Blake, the only other one to average over seven. Probably, yeah, I thought he was probably a bit of a uh, bit unlucky to knock the official Player of the Year award. And then we had Toho and Roger in the 6.9s. Um, Matt Lodge, Josh Curran, Jazz, who averaged 6.5. Lisa Armel, Marcelo, and Bunty rounding up the top 10 for best averages. Oh, that's a fair enough. But it's, fuck, it's such a shit season. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, I think the thing is, it's almost a perfect um, way to sum up what the season yeah, was exactly. like. That Jazz took out this uh, TWL award. Um, was far more interested in coming up with the lowest averages and who was that? Well, poor old, poor old Ed Cossey, shades Kane for the uh, uh, for the worst averages. They both finished with averages in the fours, which is pretty poor. Don't that, dish out fours and or lower too often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest of it is is a, just a sad indictment on how many players uh, lost ground this year. And this is another. Um, sort of aspect of Brown's first season I think people are overlooking why did uh, very strong 20 20 performers Jack Murchie, Cody Nicodema Jermaine Tanar brown Alessa Katoa and Adam Pompey all finish in the bottom 10 for lowest average in the player ratings I mean they, they were they all Katoa had a little bit of a spike towards the end of the season, but the rest have just fell away horrifically. Um, some worse than others, but you know, why does that happen? Why why do so many players that were key to what we achieved last year uh, on yeah. the positive side of the coin so bad this year? I mean You can expect one or two or three, but not yeah, half a dozen. Endless, but I mean for so many that were like they they were big positives to come out of 2020, not just, you know, run-of-the-mill average performers. They were really good, and they were all really bad this year. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Oh, just all those figures, all those numbers, all that comes up with it just shows you level of mediocrity, mediocrity this season yeah. has been. Yeah, and I just think we're getting far too much for a free ride because of our situation uh, being stationed in Australia. Uh, you know, that's however difficult that is, that's the reality, and it's the reality for next year. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's going to hopefully at least for next year. They've said they're going to be away for the season, et cetera, et cetera. At least yeah. they've got a base there in Redcliffe. They can fully get set up. They can have a decent nudge at it. At least next year is going to be fucking next year. Ah, who cares? It's next year. <laughs> we'll, be excited. we'll be excited. We're always talking about next year. January. We'll be fizzing yeah. by January, but at the moment it's hard to be uh, very pumped about it. I've had a bunch of uh, messages to the, well, two. Um, <laughs> I've been flooding it. <laughs> That's a busy bloody week. <laughs> Usually it's just crickets and tumbleweed. From uh, Shannon Griffiths and Tim Gore imploring us to get across to uh, get across the Tasman if we can next year and get out to Redcliffe and watch a game. That'd be decent, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be, we need uh, a sponsor. New form building. New form building. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if, uh, yeah. See how we go. Maybe, uh, We're not maybe, making much money at the moment, though, to be honest. <laughs> We've got the year of sort of being shut down for a year there. Get across and like us, and then people might like, oh, yeah, that's what you can do. Like all your listeners, get across and like like New Form Building on Facebook, and then maybe some advertising will pay me because they see so many likes on my website, and then me and Will can get it. That would be good, though, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Is Redcliffe a good spot? North, yeah, yeah. Where is uh, it? It's north of Brisbane, probably about forty minutes away. Um, kind of go? Yeah, separate from Brisbane, kind of, and yeah. uh, on the seaside. It's one oh, of the few nice. like nice. Has anyone up there got any accommodation for us? Yeah, yeah, we Surely. definitely be able to afford accommodation on Newfoundland no. building and TW. Oh, has, shit um, no. Shit no. Um, yeah, no. Sounds like a really nice ground to watch footy at. Does um, we could do a bit of a yeah the people remembered that we talked about our stadium tour, get along there, get down to Suncorp again of course, uh, Seabus Super Stadium. You've, I'd you've like ne- to go the yeah. other way. I'd like to go Suncorp, Redcliffe, Townsville. Townsville, oh, yeah. That new one in Townsville. I'd like to go. Oh, I wouldn't mind get get my ass in one of those seats. I've been told done. the listeners I'm not going. I'm not going to bloody Titans. What's that thing called? Is that Seabus? Oh, it's a nah. great, great nah. stadium. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Okay. Imagine uh, you went there last weekend. Oh, oh. Um, maybe we could uh, duck away for a few days in the Whit Sundays, Brad. What do you reckon? I've been going up the Whit Sundays actually. Maybe we take the whole family. You, you and Ruth can come with me and, <laughs> and Tracy and Ted and Otis. Yeah, see how you go. It'll be the last holiday you do with us. Um, yeah, that Redcliffe will be good. I wonder what the travel's going to be. Oh, it's, everything's just so up in the air. This, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I We should definitely say, preface all of this with, you know, it is difficult for the players. Really feel for the staff. I wonder, you know, what sort of concessions they have for having families and stuff. And, you know, yeah, the coaches, George but, on the TV the other day was just about in tears talking about. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is it tough. Strained them, absolutely strained the living shit out of them, and they've just had a gutsful, I think. Mm. But I mean, yeah, like you can't on one hand say we're not making excuses. We're, you know, the, which Cameron George is quite upfront about at the start of the year, talking to me. Um, you know, we expect to be in the finals. Blah blah blah. You you. And I'm not saying they have used it as an excuse for, for you know, finishing bottom five. But, yeah. You, oh, Robbo's been pretty quiet this week, isn't he? 
uh, this year. The owner. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to be a bit of a poster boy for the club for some reason. I thought he was going to yeah. make it a little bit about himself. But he's been real cool. I haven't heard much from him at all. I'd like to hear more. I'm sure we'd be hearing yeah, same. that if they were doing well. Um, anyway. He'd be a good one to have a yarn to, wouldn't he? Is yeah. he a hard one to get you to talk to? It would be, wouldn't he? How's he made his money? Um, well, Ortex, whatever they uh, do. What do they do? Are they insulations? Manufacturing. Ortex. Does that sound? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. Is that right? Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, where are we next? What have we got? Um, well, the official player of the year, Torhu Harris. Mm. Uh, it's a little yeah, bit of a dud geez. call for me. Yeah, I, I thought he was good. Um, I think if Roger had, wasn't already playing rugby and had done exactly the, what he did this year and was staying, that Roger would have oh, got it. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, Adam Fanua Blake probably shade unlucky though he lost, uh, missed a bunch of games too. Uh, he got the players, players, players didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, just a tough one to pick. I mean, you're starting to sort of weigh up. Reese Walsh. One thing that I that caught my eye though was the list of um, nominees. Wade Egan shortlisted. Can't Part really, of the year. Can't really get behind that. Um, and you and Aiken. Are they kidding? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Who are the Who are the judges? Well, I don't know. I guess the coaches and. She wished. I mean, he played fourteen games. Two good um, games in the back row, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know right yeah. in the back row. Had honestly played, I'd say one above average game in the centres. Yeah, and to be in the top three players, they absolutely no. off their heads uh, nominating him. Yeah. Um, running through the other awards, obviously Walsh. Walsh just shaded Ed Cossey for the Rookie of the Year award. <laughs> Went down to the wire that one. Um, yeah. Good to see Marcelo get club man of the year. Must be a good bloke, Marcelo. Yeah, yeah, he must. Um, players player of the year, Adam Fanil Blake, and yeah, Torhu gets the main award back to back wins for him. And it's nothing, yeah, nothing against what he done this year, but uh, no, again, but again, it highlights how shit this team's been this season. Yeah, someone that's been out for the best part of a month and a half, two months now, wins player of the year. Yeah, uh, and he's a big question mark for me next year. He's going to be uh, 30 by the time the season kicks off. Um, he played every game last year, but in the other three seasons that he's been at the club, he's missed 30 games. That's a lot. It's a lot to miss in a four-year stint. Yeah, and that, might, that I'm, I'm nervous about Johnson for that reason as well. <laughs> yeah. The I'm Sharks. Not... He hasn't played much footy at the Sharks. No, it's just all these soft tissue injuries that he's getting. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what a soft tissue injury is yet. <laughs> no, no, neither. What the hell does that mean? Where's the NRL physio? <coughs> Help us but out, fella. The only time in the last, yeah, the most games he's played in the last five seasons is 19. It was in our 2018 finals year. He still missed six games that year. Um, yeah. 10 games he, he made it through this year, groins and hamstrings, and which was, you know, the sort of tale of the last uh, couple of years he had with us too. So, 
yeah, hopefully he can stay on the field. Obviously going to be pretty crucial uh, for what we want to do next year. And it's definitely starting to worry there's going to be too much on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What do you reckon, mate? Should we work through the finals thing? Um, got time? Yeah, let's boost us out and then I'll go get some dindins. Yeah. The old boy's getting a bit hungry. Um, Who we got tonight? Melbourne Manly. I'm excited about this. I Ooh. really rate Manly's chances. What sort Maybe of time? Just on them to, to uh, 9, 9.30. Oh, shoot. No, so, yeah, they've got a 9.50 kickoff here. Uh, that's niggly. Bloody, mate. No, late, mate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Manly and my team and I can get behind for the finals. Same. So I, I was almost tempted to try and squeeze into Ted's jersey, Manly jersey. <laughs> Maybe I cut Ted and Otis's one in half and try and make one big one out of it. Uh, but yeah, and, uh, Manly. Um, awesome. Ruben Garrick, how. Oh. Did you see that footage of that dude that had the 6K multi and all he needed to do oh. was that? And then they scored that try in the last minute. That would have broken me. Yeah, Ruben Garrick. Far oh, out. Man. What a player. Um, yeah, the 300, first player to get 300 points in a regular season. I mean, yeah, talk yeah. about the most improved players in the comp. Incredible. Um, that back three, all 20-plus tries. Tom Travojevic, I mean, I, I don't think he can keep this up season to season, but no. you're going to look back at this season like if you <laughs> let me go back 80-odd uh, years, Brad. Dave Brown in 1935, this is the modern version of that. He just, just a statistical freak show. Um, Travojevic, 15 games. He's probably going to win the Dally M. 25 tries, 20 more tries than that. 30-odd line breaks, um, over 100 tackle breaks. It's just ridiculous what he's done. That he can How has he got six tackle breaks in that one try last weekend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, madness. Um, and yeah, yeah. Back to the Bradman of league, Dave Brown, when he uh, was beating up on everyone, scored a, which is still the um, 15 games as well, actually, by coincidence. He scored 38 tries, still a premiership record. Um, scored 45 points in one game, still a premiership record. Just when tries were worth three points. Scored 244 Jeez. points, 16 a game, even though his tries are only worth three points. This is this is the modern day version of that. He's, he's ridiculous this year. It's like yeah. that season Jared Hang. That's the same sort of just owning yeah. the competition. Um, and, yeah, go go. I, geez, I'd love Manly to get up by eight points tonight. Yeah. That yeah, the storm sort of handled him and Manly well a few weeks ago, but I just think that they're, they're a real chance here. Yeah, uh, he's got that good record against Bellamy, not so much in the finals, but um, yeah, I, I just I'm excited for this one. I'd love either the, the Manly or the Rabbitohs to get up this weekend, so it cannot be a Penrith Melbourne Grand Final again. Yeah, no, that's sweet. So that's so Saturday night. Is that who we got? We've got Who's Roosters Titans kicking that off. Um, Roosters who? Titans. Titans. Yeah, the Titans are in the finals, mate. God. Is that right? The Roosters yeah. actually played all right. Have they, yeah. they had a decent win last week, didn't they? They've been running them off so for so long. I'd like to see them give this a decent shake. Um, I mean, yeah. it would be, if, the, if the Storm got tipped up tonight and 
and the Roosters beat the Titans as they should. It's the Roosters storm next week. That's huge. Oh, that is a biggie. Um, yeah, so I'm, I've got a bit of time for the Roosters. And yeah, go the Chocks. Go the yeah. Chocks. I, I like the Chocks. Yeah, I think they should take care of the Titans, surely. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the second game of Saturday, Panthers, Rabbitohs. Probably the one I'm least amped for this yeah. weekend. I just don't see South. There'll be a score check Saturday, Sunday morning rather than a sit and watch, I think. Um, I'll start for that one. It's finals time. But, um, yeah, and I'd like to see South. Yeah, same. But, um, particularly if, if Manly go down tonight. I want to see uh, one of those teams lose. But, don't know, too consistent. Yeah, Penrith are good, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and yeah, South have just fallen, fallen way short when they've been when they've played those top two teams this year. I have. Um, and wraps up on Sunday. Um, Parramatta, Newcastle. Oh, is that right? That's an out of it. Mm. Little fix, yeah. Um, Parramatta. I'd hate, I'd hate to see Newcastle. Oh, so would I. Can't stand them. No, I um yeah go Par. I'm not a huge Parramatta fan at the moment. Although half a dozen seasons ago they were my second team, but at the moment I'm not a big fan of Parramatta. But hopefully they win. So if so, who we got? Who's, who's the multi? What's the multi? What's the multi? Manly, Manly, Manly Roosters, Kenrith. Manly Roosters, Rabbits. Parramatta. You're probably getting a decent. You would decent. be getting a bit of coin back for that. Yeah, with the. Uh, I'm gonna go south over that. Penrith, though. I reckon they've lost all those tight ones. I reckon they're due. Yeah, well, a few... Yeah, OK. Especially with a bit of chatter around Penrith about salary cap for next year. Players wondering, oh, okay. no, it might affect yeah, getting yeah. their bloody head. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I want to see just something to shake it up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be good. Um, all reality, it's, it could be the opposite of what we just picked as well. Or no, half of what we just picked. And easily so. and win their prelims and it'll be another grand final. Right, so let's quickly, shall we rattle through the chancer? Because I've got a final final thing on, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Chancer let's quickly there. rattle through that before we bail out of this. All right, all right. All right. Um, yeah, thanks. The what's, the gist of, what's the gist of this? Yeah, cheers, chancer. What's the gist of this chancer for the finals? Is it is it picking scores? and? Oh, it's, it's more or less that is, and there's a mystery prize to be confirmed. Is it? Is it old mate coming and cooking me a barbie? Brian. Yeah. Or yeah. is he in lockdown? Uh, he is in lockdown. Is He's he? Been, uh, punishing the potatoes by the sounds of it too. <laughs> Starching up. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, just a nod to his Irish heritage. Um, I don't know, but do Irish people have barbecues? It just seems like a weird combination. I don't know if they do. It's Brian. Probably used to having them indoors. Wouldn't be much opportunity doing it outdoors. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's just a, a, a bit of a replica of the the Warriors game. So yeah, you're not going to be confused if you've been playing the Warriors game. Sweet, right? Um, and there is a bit of Warriors content in here. So the first question is, um, yeah, a bit of a relief. The season's over. Um, of the top eight teams, who is the most access- acceptable for a Warriors fan to get behind? What do you reckon? Oh, there's there's two staring at me. It's either South or Manly, I reckon. Benji. The Benji yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just everyone, you know. 
everyone's a South fan. I don't know why. Everyone. I've been off them for a long time. Oh, they so have I. Make me like them again. Um, um, what are you going to hit? I, I kind of, well, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I reckon everyone's on Manly. I'm going Manly. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got a few few ex uh, old boys in there, Foran and Sipley yeah. and Lawton. Um, yeah. I, one thing I will say is uh, I wouldn't mind uh, Melbourne winning the comp, or if they do win the comp, I'll be very happy for Steve Kearney. Deserves oh, nice. that fella. Um, yeah, second question is tonight's game. Chances are you're not going to listen to this game before tonight or even hear this before the game closes. Next season. <laughs> um, the showdown between Pappy and Turbo. Who's going to have the most combined tries and tries? So, yeah, obviously Turbo's the, the uh, hotter player, but Storm a hot favourite. Yeah, so. that's it. But I'm going to get on Turbo because I'm on Manly tonight. And yeah. Along with 70 for 6 percent yeah. of the fans. Happy hat trick last week though. Uh, Roosters against the Titans. Margin, margin question. What do you reckon? Uh, I reckon uh, Roosters by eleven to twenty in this. Yeah, I think they'll they'll cruise tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Penrith versus South Sydney. It's uh, who's going to score the first try and win, and what will the result be? Uh, the win's been taken out of it. Uh, I'm going to go Rabbitohs jag the first try, but Panthers win. Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs. Um, Paramount and Newcastle. If we give the Knights a 7.5 point head start, which is what the bookies are doing, who is going to come out on top? The Eels. Cover that? Yeah. So that's, what a, that's, that's exactly what a point start is, Brad. Yeah, I know, but just sometimes I get confused by it. No, I understand that. But you just talked me through it then. I was part of it rather than reading it myself and just getting all tied in knots. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't do it myself. I'm Yeah, I need help. I need a teacher aid. I was that kid with that lady that just had to sit beside me all day in class all week long teacher aid you didn't have a reader writer uh, in your no, I, can, I can read and write fine i just i, I get my wine wine i don't read books i don't i can't read i as soon as i start reading i start daydreaming and i get to the bottom of the page and i've been daydreaming about jandals or should i cut the hedge instead of working out who the murderer actually was um yeah i just i just i've got no attention span squirrel um so yeah Anyway, so choose yeah. what have you got here? Choose one of these uh, things that happen these, across this. Yeah, yeah. so we've got we'll try score in the last in the first three minutes of a match, scored in the last minute, field goal kick, Ford scores the first try, play gets simbined, um tied at half time or eighty minutes. That's what I'm gonna go for. I reckon one of these might be locked at half time. Oh, yeah. Player scores three tries or twenty points. I'm going to go, oh, it's only four games. Score three tries of 24. Oh, this one is tough, isn't it? I'm going to Ford to score a first try. Yeah. That's the uh, popular pick. It is. Um, choose one of these players to score a try in week one. Olam Saab, Tupo, Fafita, Tor, Johnston, Ferguson, Ponga. Oh, wow, 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 wow. 
I think it's got to be in one of the floggings, doesn't it? I'm going Tupo. Yeah, Tupo's the, the value bet there. Brian, yeah. 46%. Yeah, I don't know if that's a sure thing. It's going to be too close of a game. You want someone, a team that's going to score eight tries to have a better chance of getting one, don't you? Now here's another Warriors question. Uh, we've got a bunch of ex-Warriors on display this weekend. Choose an ex-Warrior to either score a try, have a try assist, run for 120-plus metres, or make 30-plus tackles. We've got Papali'i, Lasorne, Kieran, Herbert, Warren, Sipley, Clark. Oh, and Lawton, Taukaho, and Nukore. Um everyone's gonna go for everyone's gonna go for Papali'i. He should probably run for hundred and twenty meters and thirty plus tackles, but I'm gonna go Adam Kieran. I think he can have an assist or score a try. Uh, yeah. I'm going Takiaho. He might not get the thirty tackles though. I should have paid attention to what the question was. Damn it. He uh, doesn't have to do both though. He just do oh, can he get one or the other? Okay. Now maybe my call was perfect then. Um last question. Highest scoring game of the weekend. I think that will be the Paramount in Newcastle. Mm, yeah, all the Roosters, Titans. I'm yeah, rest- yeah, yeah, done. Along with 44% of the public. Um, yeah, go and play that if you Have listen you to this in the 15-minute window between when it's published and uh, the first game starts. 69 um, other fans playing. Nice. Yeah, get into it, team. Prizes up for grabs. Yeah, sweet. Oh, well, how, how about that? Shall we put a pin on it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Much on for the weekend, homeboy? No, I just thought, oh, yeah, actually, Ruth's uh, birthday. And she's oh, she, what is she, 46, 47? <laughs> uh, luckily, she doesn't listen to the show anymore. <laughs> um, she's she's the big 4-0 this year as well. So. Oh, nice. That's right. Bit of, that. a, bit of a fancy night away on Sunday. Uh, yeah, where are you heading? Um, Blenheim? Yeah, one of those. Yeah, not too many options at, at the moment. Um, going to one of those pure pods. Um, What's a pure pod? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link. Is it like a glamping type setup? Mm, well, a bit of a step up from that. It's an actual structure made by a builder. Yeah. Yeah, all glass. Whereabouts is that? Well, I don't want I don't want all the the listeners turning up, mate. <laughs> At the glass of the the pod, yeah, no, fair so, enough. It's somewhere between here and Kaikoura, so yeah, good luck finding us. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, that, that should be sweet. Oh well, okay, mate. <laughs> Rollicking finish the episode as usual. It is. We really know how to fucking ramp it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, sweet. Um. Oh, have you have a good weekend, Brad? Just let go of some of that frustration from your working week, mate. And... Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead a couch now. I think I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take the tomorrow off. I'm not gonna work tomorrow, and then I might have to do a bit of work Sunday. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it's shit weather, and I just sit on a couch for the entire weekend. Now, it sounds like uh, we'll do, could be our last one of the year, Brad, with uh, Fonzie. Oh, yeah? When's uh, that happening? I don't know. What are, what are you got going on next Friday? Next Friday, next Friday, next Friday. I don't know. Ask me Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fonzie, Fonzie needs to know by Tuesday. So uh, Okay, I'll, I'll let him know. Let me let me have a look at the books and what's going on. And um, 
Yeah, I'll get back to you. But no, that sounds good. Oh, Fonzie, well, Fonzie yeah. wants to do another little goodbye. Yeah, a few beers, few beers and yeah oh, nice. no, i don't think i've got too much on next friday i just don't know whether i'm arthur or martha at the moment to be honest but um yeah let's make it happen yeah but we are we will do that at some point mm-hmm. uh, yeah no, i don't sweet. know having all these erudite guys like fonzie and samuel st george on the show i mean on one hand it makes the podcast better but on the other hand it makes us look stupider yeah i know i know really well, we do we do pretty good on our own at sounding stupid and looking stupid though yeah so uh, yeah, but when you're really when you put it putting it in direct contrast, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. And um, we should. When do they announce us as one of the winners in the New Zealand Podcast Awards? Um, imminently, I imagine. As, uh, yeah, we must be getting phone calls. So yeah, anyone out I've, there, I've already booked, votes on if there's a fan I've, vote. I've already uh, booked a tux, so I suggest you do the same. Tails. I might go Why tails. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, bloody hell, I'm going all out. Might go horrid, like dumb, you know, dumb and dumber when they're in that thing and they kill that owl with the, the bottle of champagne cork. I'm going to look like one of those dudes. Orange. I might go the orange one. Top hat. Cane. I'll bring the Lindau. Yeah. And a pair of blue Adidas scuffs. <laughs> Sweet. Right. I'm out of here, maggot. All Have right. a good week, See my friend. Later. Yeah. Good, uh, good evening, Brad. Good evening, Will.